listening to the LC and Jack Radio Show, live from New York. And now, here are your hosts, LC and Jack. Welcome, 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 welcome to the LC and Jack Radio Show with the boys, LC and the bread man holding it down. Give us a shout. You can reach us live and direct at area code 347-843-4738. Up close and personal, Urban Talk Radio. Well, it's a great day, a great weekend. We're going to get a little bit more about that out in Ohio in a second. Uh, but uh, make sure you hit us up. LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, all the social media, or you can drop us an email at lcandjack at gmail.com. What's the word there, Brett? The word is summertime is here, baby. I can smell the air, and it's awesome. Yes, it is. Summertime is here. It is a great, great day and a great week. So without further ado there, Brett, we got our guest on the line, and we're going to uh, get right at it. How's that sound? Sounds like a plan. Perfect. Our guest this week, Brad, is Mr. Pete Feely, who is the VP of Communications and the Special Assistant to the President, David Baker, of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. We're so uh, welcome and pleased to have Pete on the show. How are you, Pete? How's everything? I am doing great. It is a great day in Canton, Ohio, and a great day at the Pro Football Hall of Fame as we are ready to kick off another NFL season right here in the birthplace of the NFL. Yes, it is, Pete, and we appreciate you. It's a crazy weekend for you. It's a great weekend, but very busy for you, as well as the staff out in Canton, Ohio, so we appreciate the time that we do have for you. Pete, you have eight new enshrinees that will have the opportunity to um, come before the world to talk about some of their achievements, accolades, and all the people that have helped them along the way. I guess short and sweet, I'll run through some of them, and then I can circle back with you, and you can talk a little bit about each one, if that's okay. That would be terrific. Perfect, guy. Well, we know him well, played him over the years for the Steel Curtain. Jerome Bettis, running back, will be going into the Hall of Fame. Tim Brown, receiver punter. Uh, my man, because I'm a big Cowboys fan, the uh, dominant Charles Haley. We also have Mick Tinglehoff, who's a center, as well as Will Shields, who was a guard that played. And uh, these two guys, Pete, were very, and I looked at them real quick, and, and not to not talk about the others that we mentioned quickly, we will, but these two gentlemen never missed a game, which is pretty phenomenal, I thought, kind of looking at their past history. 
Uh, it's almost impossible these days for any players to go a season without missing a game, nor less these gentlemen playing a lifetime of football and not missing a game. So those between Will and uh, Mick, I tell you, were very impressive that I noticed on their bios. And then uh, the last two, uh, Ron Wolf, which we know up here in New York, spent some time with the New York Jets. We also, uh, Bill uh, Polian, who we know as well, up here in New York, know him. He's been in the game a long time. And uh, now we save, um, uh, we talk about the last but not least, Junior Seau, phenomenal linebacker with the San Diego Chargers. What a class on Pete, huh? Oh, it's, of, it's of, a fantastic class. And, you know, the, the mission at the Pro Football Hall of Fame is to honor the heroes of the game, preserve its history, promote its values, and celebrate excellence everywhere. And certainly these eight individuals represent uh, really what's so great about the game. And not only will this weekend celebrate their playing career, but really celebrate the very character that they are that influenced uh, them even off the football field. And they are just eight extraordinary individuals. And there's a weekend of celebration for these eight individuals and also the kickoff to the NFL season. So it'll start with the Gold Jacket Dinner here tonight at the Civic Center in downtown Canton. About 4,500 people will jam into the Civic Center to watch a gauntlet of over 100 Hall of Famers who come back to Canton to celebrate this weekend and there's only 167 living hall of famers we refer to our living hall of famers as gold jackets because this iconic gold jacket that is received tonight is such a representation such a symbol of these guys legacy that in most cases when a hall of famer passes away they take that gold jacket to the grave so we refer to our living guys as gold jackets 100 to 110 of the 167 gold jackets will be on hand tonight as the new class gets their gold jacket. Tomorrow night we have a new event at Tom Benson Hall of Fame Stadium. It'll be a concert for legends. Aerosmith is going to play in the inaugural concert for legends. Wow. It's already sold out. Aerosmith, After they get I love done it. with the concert, we're going to start working up and getting ready for the enshrinement on Saturday night. And that is a few hundred tickets from being sold out as well, one of our largest crowds ever. They'll be, the enshrinement will be televised on ESPN and on NFL Network. And then for the third straight night, Tom Benson Hall of Fame Stadium will host yet another major event, and it's a kickoff to the NFL season, the Pittsburgh Steelers, Minnesota Vikings, kicking off another NFL season right here from, the, from Canton, Ohio, where the NFL was born 96 years ago. Beautiful, beautiful. Great job, Pete. Pete, a couple questions, and we'll let you run. We know you're busy out there. Last time you were on the show, you did a fantastic job, but you you left me with numbers which still astonish me, and I'll just mention them real quick because they were pretty phenomenal in case the audience, some new audience, didn't uh, catch these numbers that um, you hit me with. And tell me if, if, if my numbers are accurate. 100 million people have played the game of football. 22 million have played on the college level. These are tremendous, tremendous numbers. And only, and I believe it's 295 members of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Those, those, those numbers sound you're, accurate. You're absolutely right. You know, 100 million have played this game at some level, and it's actually only 2 million who have ever made it to the college level. And out of that, only 27,000 
people have been paid to coach or play or administer this game. And of that, you're right, 295 Hall of Famers with this new class going in. So it is a select group, and that's the one thing that uh, you can really sense as you celebrate uh, around the campus. There's a lot of excitement going all over the Hall of Fame campus as fans come from all over the country to celebrate this great game. But that's the one thing that really resonates is how exclusive of a group this is. And as I mentioned, we'll have anywhere from 100 to 110 of the Gold Jackets back, and it's a who's who. Uh, you can go on the Hall's website at profootballhof.com and see that list, but it'll give you chills when you see on that stage welcoming the new class. You'll see you can uh, go from Gail Sayers, Jim Brown, Dick Butkus, Bruce Smith, Emmett Smith, Troy Aikman, I mean, Lawrence Taylor, name after name after name after name will be here, and it is an incredible weekend, I'll tell you. Yeah, it is. I tell you, you got me charged up. It's it's just a great, great time. A couple more we have for you. Can you tell us, Pete, briefly? And I know it's a, it's pretty of a, a, a pretty big process, but for the listeners, the the process of of actually getting eight worthy candidates. Uh, how 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 lengthy a process is that, and and how's that process done? Yeah, we the hall has a forty six member uh, selection committee. Is made up of of the uh, best uh, media covering the game, and they really dedicate themselves year round for this process. As a matter of fact, uh, Saturday we enshrine the new class. We're already working on the selection process for the class of 2016, and in a couple of weeks we'll announce who the finalists are for the senior nominees for the class of 2016. A week after that, we're going to be announcing who is the finalist as a, in the contributor category. And then in September, there'll be a big list of 100-plus modern-era players and coaches who will start the process down to eventually getting down to 15 modern-era finalists. And then our selection committee will meet in San Francisco where Super Bowl 50 will be hosted. And mm-hmm. on the uh, eve of the Super Bowl, be locked in a room for anywhere from 10 to 12 hours to basically uh, really discuss in great depth and debate the merits of all the finalists and ultimately come up with the new class. So it is a year-round process. Yeah, I was a little surprised. I, 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 this is the first time that I've noticed, and I'm sure there's been others, that you had um, non-football um, outside of, let's say, a referee or something like that, that, that goes into the hall, um, like Bill. Yeah, there's a contributor category, actually. Bill Polian and Ron Wolf are now um, bring that total to 21 contributors who are enshrined in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. But there was a change in our bylaws a year ago, which is now a separate category, so they can be considered uh, separate of the uh, the players and coaches. Oh, okay. Perfect, perfect. Now, uh, one of your honorees, the Enshriners, is going to be Junior Seau. Can you talk a little bit about, I know, um, I guess the process where if an Enshriner is not living, what uh, the Hall does? Because obviously uh, there was a lot out there um, about Junior Seau's daughter and family that wanted to uh, speak live in behalf of her father. And the hall um, has a policy that's been in place 
So can you talk a little bit about the policy sure, and what will be done? absolutely. Yeah, there's some stories that came out and uh, accompanied by some sensationalized headlines, I believe. And uh, quite frankly, it was uh, um, really uh, done by some people who had really not experienced Hall of Fame weekend. So really what Hall of Fame weekend is about is is really our four points of our mission statement. And number one is honoring the heroes of the game. And the enshrinement ceremony is something that uh, is part of an entire weekend that we celebrate all eight of these greats. But the policy of the Hall of Fame is when when uh, someone is being enshrined posthumously that uh, they have a presenter like all of the other individuals. But only Hall of Famers speak from the actual podium during the enshrinement. And okay. so uh, Sydney Seau will uh, present her father through a video uh, presentation, and, and it will be uh, an emotional moment. And uh, so she'll present that, and because um, Junior's being enshrined posthumously, her video will be twice as long as the other presenters. Okay. And then after the pr- um, presentation, that's how all the presenters um, uh, work, is they go through a video uh, presentation to to present their enshrining into the Hall of Fame. And then uh, in a very emotional moment, Sydney will be joined by Junior's three sons, and they'll unveil his bronze bust. And so that'll be a, a really a big moment, as it is for all of the seven other members of the class of 2015. And then, but like I said, it's all throughout the weekend. Uh, Sydney will be here uh, representing her father, and as we celebrate his career and his life, it'll all start with the gold jacket dinner, continue through. Uh, there's a parade here on Saturday with about a quarter million people who line that parade route. Um, there, there's the enshrinement, there's a concert for legends, then this whole campus, it, this whole community comes together to celebrate the these eight members of the class of 2015. Oh, that's great. That's really great. I'm glad you're able to shed some light. A lot of stuff here out of New York of what was happening out in Canton in regards to Junior Seau. And um, so I'm glad you're able to kind of clarify that and sure. and uh, let the audience know. Now, I think the, the other part of the process is, if I recall, is that uh, these eight gentlemen will be, during the season, I guess, the hall will go out to each stadium and, and, and uh, give the enshrinee their ring is that correct that's correct yes we have the uh, ring of excellence and that is uh that is given actually to all of our living hall of famers so we're going to over the next three years be um, presenting that to uh, not only the the living members of this year's class but to all of our living hall of famers and we'll be we started that last fall and we'll continue that we'll be in actually 12 uh, stadiums over the 17 weeks presenting the ring of excellence and it's a uh, a terrific symbol you know, Charles Haley, who is being enshrined here on Saturday, is the only player in NFL history to have five Super Bowl rings, and he's been very vocal about saying he'd trade all five of those for the amazing. one he's going to get in San Francisco this season. I know. It's amazing. Five Super Bowl rings. Something. Unbelievable. Well, uh, Brad, do you have anything for Pete before we get ready to let him run? Because I know he's got a tight schedule out there this weekend. Yeah, well, I'm just getting educated. Uh, just one question: um, When they give out the uh, the gold jacket, will they put it on Sydney or? or, or? Uh, no, the the gold jacket is given to our living Hall of Famers. So Sydney will be presented with uh, with the patch um, that goes on the gold jacket, as well as a is a commemorative uh, a frame. So that's uh, when someone's enshrined posthumously, they'll have a representation of that evening. 
Okay. Right. Will the gold jacket be? I guess I know you have a museum there. Will they? Will you? Will the hall? I guess have an area and a gold jacket hanging there for them, or, or no, not at all. It's presented. No, the the, the part uh, where a Hall of Famer is honored in the in the museum is actually with those with the bronze busts, and those are the uh, the bronze busts that'll be unveiled on Saturday night. Right. Will then be placed on exhibit Sunday morning. So as our guests enter into the hall on Sunday, they'll be able to see the permanent home for those eight bronze busts for this, these eight legendary figures in the history of this game. Well, perfect, Pete. Do you have anything, Pete? Um, and again, if you just join us, we have Mr. Pete Feely, who's the VP of Communications and Special Assistant to the President, David Baker, of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Anything for the audience, Pete, I'll tell fans just a... I would tell fans to just log on to our website at profootballhof.com. You can follow along on social media with the hashtag PFHOF15, PFHOF15. You'll see everything from time lapses of what's happening inside Tom Benson Stadium. It's pretty spectacular. We're going to have a, uh, a stage with a 44-foot video board for our concert and our enshrinement. Uh, they'll tear down that, that stage on Saturday night and get ready for the game on Sunday to kick it all off. But you can follow along on all the activity, not only from the eyes of the Hall of Fame, but all the fans who are coming here to Canton, Ohio, to celebrate this great game we love. Well, Pete, again, thanks again from uh, myself and Brad for uh, taking a few minutes to join the LC and Jack radio show. Enjoy. Have a great weekend, and uh, we'll be talking with you again next year. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Well, Brad, another great guest joining the show. Another great, great weekend for eight new enshrinees for the Pro Football Hall of Fame out in Canton, Ohio. The 200, excuse me, the 2015 class of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. What a special weekend. And just great man. Again, in case you missed it, uh, Tim Brown. Jerome Bettis, Charles Haley, Will Shields, Mick Tinglehoff, Junior Seau, and two contributors, Ron Wolf and Bill Polian. So that is the class of 2015 Pro Football Hall of Fame. Well, I tell you, Brad, uh, just a great weekend. The summer's in full effect. So, all of you, I hope you're enjoying it as I am. And I'm sure the bread man, he's getting ready to do his Hawaiian explosion next week. So, if you missed out this year, make sure you tune in because the bread man's always everywhere. So, (laughs) who knows what he'll have rolling next summer. Uh, So, make sure you tune in each and every week. And uh, we have some great guests coming down the pike. As we did today. Great, great, great weekend. I'll be tuned in. And one of these years, hopefully next year, we will be live out out in Canton doing a show and bringing, man, so many different legends on the show for interviews. I tell you, that's that's what's really special, getting out there and seeing all the legendary players that have played this yeah. game there's only yeah. 295 of them yeah. so i know one of them personally art monk man that's my buddy i grew up with him in white plains so oh wow that would be, that would be an honor with the white plains high school man. yes sir it, yes monk. Mm-hmm. definitely 
So somebody definitely we should we should get on the show. And um, so make sure you, you tune in, because you never know who's going to be on the LC and Jack radio show. What do you got, Brad, before we wrap the show? Well, I just want to give a birthday shout-out to President Obama. To, uh, he's a Leo like myself. And uh, Mr. Ali Perez, myself. Happy birthday to me next week. <laughs> yeah, happy birthday there, Brad. Yeah. Thank you, sir. And uh, Mr. Alex Rodriguez, A-Rod, on the Yankees. You know, give a shout out to all the Leos and um, Mr. Bill Clinton. You know what I'm saying? So, Joe Nimsy, my my Navy buddy. Uh, that's about it for this week because uh, Leos rules. <laughs> Leo's rules. <laughs> it is Leo time. So if you are Leo, enjoy your celebration of your birthdays. So that's it. That's what's good. So. We thank you again for joining the show. Until next week, stay safe, stay sound. God bless.